the Lord wants us in this time, in this age, to be more aware of his mercy. Um, he's raised up St. Faustina and brought this grace, this message, um, so that we would know his mercy more. Um, many decades ago in Poland, Faustina was a nun and had this encounter with Jesus um, where he revealed and spoke to her this powerful message of, of just how wonderful his mercy was, um, his will for us, those sinners, that he would draw us back into his life. And um, it just so happened that um, she was able to write that down and record it and she was able to um, get it published. But also the, the other key thing that happened was that there was a priest from that town who then became a bishop and an archbishop and a cardinal and then became pope and was able to then canonize her and um, promote this devotion and um, raise it um, into the calendar of the church as well. Um, so JP2 was also instrumental in bringing forth that message that the Lord had given to Faustina so that as the Lord willed that we could be reminded of his mercy in this age. So I just want to make a simple reflection today on what the Lord's mercy really means for us, simply that in our, um, in our sins that we, we are forgiven, that we can, we can often look at our sins and, and get caught up in the, the horror of them, the, the guilt um, which we feel about what we've done. Um, we can get tied down in scrupulosity or we can start to um, think that there's mortal sins hiding behind every single bush um, and in every single thing that we do in our day. But the Lord wants to remind us of his mercy that no matter what it is that we've done, that as long as we turn to him with repentant hearts, as long as we're open to leaning back into his love, that he's willing to forgive us again and again. Um, it doesn't make sense to us because in so many of our interactions and the way that we live, we're used to being a bit more calculated than that, than if this is what we've done and this is what we deserve, then therefore this needs to happen. We think of our own sins in that way. We think of the, the sins that others might have done against us. We think that, oh, no, I, I want them to be punished or I want to be able to get back at them or um, I'm going to hold that against them for as long as I can. But it's something that I, I, I think we could say that the, the Lord's joy and delight in us over, overcomes his justice. Um, the Lord's mercy is, is in a sense that his, his love for his children is more important to him than doing what our deeds require, doing what our sins deserve. And so he wants to um, bring us back into his love, even if we've done, if we've turned away from him and sinned against him. We see something of this in our first reading from the book of Nehemiah, and this is when the, the people have been able to return to Jerusalem, and um, they're in the process of rebuilding the city and rebuilding the temple. And Ezra comes and reads the book of the law. He gathers all the people at the, the court of the temple, and he reads the book of the law to them. Um, and it says, The people were all in tears as they listened to the words of the law. Because I imagine when they've heard the word of the Lord, this is how God has called us to live. This is the, the blessings that God wants to bestow upon us and, and how we are to attain that. They're probably looking at their own lives and going, oh my goodness, what have we done? We have not been living according with this. 
how on earth can we come into the presence of a God so holy and who, who asks so much of us, who, who puts a call so high and holy before us. But as he says, do not be mournful and do not weep. He instructs them to, to feast and eat and be joyful. But he says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Because while, yes, we hear the, the commands that God puts before us and go, oh, I haven't lived up to that. How could I possibly live up to that? Our strength and our hope and our assurance of salvation doesn't depend upon our ability to fulfill that. It's the joy of the Lord that's our strength. We don't rely upon our own um, obedience and faithfulness. Um, we rely upon God's goodness to fill us with life and with love. We um, rely upon his joy and delight in us as his children. This is the message of God's mercy. And we can, we can practice that while we get um, drawn again and again into the, the lies in our hearts, the, the messages that, that say that we, we, we need to overcome our sins before we can be worthy to come back into the presence of the Lord. Or, or I need to I should just throw in the towel because I'm clearly not getting any better in these habits that I'm trying to overcome. That by, especially by coming back again and again to the sacrament of reconciliation, we're saying that I believe in God's love and his goodness and his mercy, even though I see um, the, the wretchedness of my sin um, and I feel the guilt of having done that. We can recognize, recognize what we've done and take responsibility for that, but um, we, we put our faith in the mercy of the Lord by coming before him and asking his forgiveness. So if there's anything we need to ask forgiveness for today, let's bring it before the Lord in this Eucharist. Um, but let's, um, I encourage you, especially in that, the practice of going to reconciliation, um, that Faustina would as well, that it's such a celebration of the Lord's mercy and his love for us. Not a place where we can go to, to be condemned, condemned or to feel terrible or feel embarrassed about what we've done, but to take responsibility for that and say that, no, Lord, your joy and love for me is greater than anything that I could have done wrong. Let's put our trust in the Lord's mercy today.